final episode of what the fuck am i doing with my life this uh this episode for me is going to be really special because um it ends i guess a chapter in, in this journey of my life um and uh it's something that i always felt was really useful you know when i started this podcast back in uh 2020 um it really was meant to kind of help like self-direct myself, I guess. Um, I don't really know how much better to explain it than that. (sighs) It was like, um, I started this like, you know, journey to doing something that I love for a living and, um, not knowing how I was going to do that because I was just so like, I don't know. I don't want to say like, stuck in a way, but, um, and I guess I was stuck in a way because it was a pinpoint between what normal, what normally happens when people do this and what I wanted to achieve out of it, you know, because music means so much like more to me than, um, a lot of other people. I value it so much more. And, uh, when I, when I say that, I mean more of my own creations. And so like when I, when I make my music, I don't, I don't want to lose that to anybody or to anything, you know, that that's my creative thought process. That's, that's my effort. That's the work that I put in, you know, and, um, only me, the producer and the engineer should be able to really, you know, (laughs) like be the ones that have the hold on that. And, um, you know, I, I I think that like as uh well let, let's take it back this way when I when I started this podcast initially right I was um living in uh, Citrus Heights um and I I was just starting this like chapter of like okay I've stepped down from my management position um and. I've chose to, you know, simplify my life to at least get it to a point now where I can, you know, really like push to make it a part of my actual living. And, um, you know, through the process of trying to do this, I I tried so many different ways and so many different things and, you know, announced so many, (laughs) so many things that I couldn't keep up my end on. And, um, I really underestimated, um, uh, I don't think I underestimated it, but I definitely got my ass kicked um, by the the business world because, you know, as much as I know, there's still so much that I don't. And um, so I've learned a lot of things along the way. And, you know, this is no different than what I had to do before. Like, even when I got my management position, I didn't feel that I was, you know, good enough or, you know, knowledgeable enough to be in the position that I was in. Um but that I don't want to say that I faked it till I made it, but you know what I mean? I definitely didn't know what I was doing. And, uh, 
had to just kind of learn as I, as I went along and, you know, sink or swim. And, um, you know, I definitely would say that I swam, <laughs> I swam pretty damn well. And so I think with, with that mentality, I, I, I took it, I took this on with it. You know, I knew that it was going to be a challenge and the biggest challenge that I've ever faced in my life, because ultimately I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I can read all these books, I can watch all these, you know, webinars and obtain all this knowledge, but until it actually applies to me, it can be way different. And I encountered that a lot, you know, whereas a lot of people who probably when they start their businesses probably get a, you know, a good chunk of capital to start with. And at the time when I was doing this, that was available for everybody. And um, unfortunately, it got so taken advantage of that by the time I was able to even get it, there was none left to be had. And so that's that's nobody's fault, but, you know, my own, I guess, for not being able to get to that sooner. But, you know, um, I could only work with the hand that I'm dealt with, you know, so I couldn't sit there and, you know, cry about it and be upset that, you know, I didn't get my hands on something that I felt like I deserved um, because ultimately if it had fell in my lap, then it would have, you know? And so from there I had to just definitely like revitalize plans after plans after plans. And so, you know, I mean, I've gone through play like plan a through Z and everything in between. And it, that rhymed. Um, I, I never had a remedy for these situations. You know, I, as much as I really wanted to like always, you know, have the answers, I ultimately never did you know, and, um, it's okay because it all has been a learning process. And so I think now that I, when I bring it into this moment of like, you know, okay, well now that we're here and you're saying this is the final episode, you know, why is this the final episode of what the fuck are you doing with your life? And it's because, um, I'm here to tell you guys what I am doing with my life. Um, you know, when, I went through these different phases. Um, Citrus Heights was difficult because of issues that I had to, that I had lingering at home back in the central Valley and um, having to remedy those situations. When I went to orange County, I was faced with my own set of issues because as much effort as I was giving into this idea that I had, it didn't suit the area that I was in. So it seemed wasted um, because I was over here expensing, you know, energy, time, money, uh, resources, even in a, in an area that isn't aligning with my vision. And so then from there, you know, I go to Vegas and um, I notice one, how much they're very similar to the central Valley, um, you know, where I came from uh, very much like home. And so, you know, because of that, I, I felt like I was able to acclimate pretty, like, pretty, I don't want to say easily, because I definitely had my own challenges, but um, I was never, like, I never felt like I was in any type of, like, I don't know, um, I don't want to say, I, well, no, actually, no, I, I felt pretty safe out in Vegas, and it's it's not to say that there wasn't trouble around me or danger around me, but I wasn't looking for it. You know what I mean? And so I think that my willingness to be able to just kind of chill in, in certain areas and not see and not pose a threat for once, really, you know what I mean? Like, cause that, that was the thing, even when I was living in Orange County, it, like I'm in a high populated, like, 
you know, suburban area. Like I don't belong, you know? And so I stick out in these areas. And so you can kind of see it. And I, and I felt it sometimes, you know what I mean? More times than I should. And so, you know, that was really unfortunate, but that's why when I moved to Vegas, I didn't feel that, you know what I mean? I didn't pose a threat to these people and you know what I mean? I didn't, and that's good because I wasn't trying to be one, you know what I mean? So, um, it allowed me to be, you know, pretty accepted in a lot of different areas. Um, but ultimately my own financial, you know, situation ended up, you know, really cutting me down even further. Um, the things that I, the opportunities I thought I was going to have once I got out there weren't for me once I got out there. And it was, you know, a tumbling ride all the way through and through. And that was a uh, strictly just a mode of survival to get through. Um, and so I wouldn't trade it for anything. Absolutely not. Because, you know, it taught me a lot. And so that's why it's like, even during that time when I was, you know, doing this podcast weekly and sometimes, you know, recording it in my car or, you know, just wherever I can get a moment of peace and silence, because I'll tell you, I wasn't always living around it. And, um, you know, it was, and, and I mean, still running the radio too at that, like I was, I was doing so much and, um, I, I definitely like went through these like phases where I, I really, really needed this because, you know, I felt like this was my vision coming to life and it was, you know, something that I had to keep documenting just to show the advancement of it. Um, but I also wanted to show the setbacks of it. And I, and I feel like I did a lot of that. Um, but I think where it's brought me to now is, you know, the reason why, like once I've moved back to the central Valley, I really haven't, you know, done the podcast, even though I really had the availability to, um, I realized that I didn't need it. Um, because the more that I started to settle in, uh, back home, the more that what I am doing with my life started to really set in, you know, and I mean, and here's what I am doing with my life. So Tino killed it is still me as my business music, you know, entity. And, um, by that, it allows me to be able to act in accordance with um, different things. So for one entertainment, um, me being a music entertainer allows me to do all types of music performances ranging from, you know, uh, hosting karaoke, which is something that I really, um, have started looking into. And I finally got everything like all the, um, equipment together for. So now I'm actually looking for venues to get in for that. Um, you know, my own music, which honestly has really taken a back seat because, um, you know, I, I even took Hollywood down because uh, it's not that the album doesn't exist, but there's just a way that I can do it where it's going to be more lucrative to me without, you know, having to get millions and billions of streams to do it. And um, so that's really taken a, a big step back. Um, also in part due to my, you know, kind of outlook on social media. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in a little bit, but, um, so there's me as a music artist, then there's me as the battle rapper. So, um, I can still very much go and do, you know, battle rap as a, as a battle rapping, you know, as a battle rapper and, and be able to travel to, you know, different places and stuff and make it affordable for myself, um, without it always taxing so much. And, um, 
So, you know what I mean? By being able to kind of create these situations for myself, you know, I'm, I'm being that entity, that, that person, you know what I mean? And the thing that, you know, people don't see with like music artists and stuff like that is the cost, the things that they have to pay, because a lot of times they have record labels to take care of that. I don't have a record label. I am the record label. So, you know what I mean? I ain't a business, man. I'm a business, man. Let me handle my business. Damn. Um, shouts to Hove. Uh, you know, that's that's where, you know what I mean, my life falls in line. And so throughout this whole time of trying to even just like ease that in, um, I haven't really had a chance to kind of like relax and let this plan kind of form itself. And that's kind of what's happened over the past few months. You know, I've had all the like I've had all of these pieces falling into place for me. And um I think if I had just been able to slow myself down just a moment to just take a step back and look at what was actually there, I could actually see the connecting pieces as opposed to trying to taste like chase these tail ends every time. And um, you know, so like as I started sitting here, I was just like, hey, well, you know, if I need to get a PA system, um, luckily my boy Alex uh, helped me in figuring out a way to get one of those. So I, I got a PA system. Um, and then, you know what I mean? My, one of my, uh, homies, Keith had a microphone that he wasn't using. It was a, you know, really beautiful, like, uh, sure wireless microphone. Um, things phenomenal. And so, uh, you know what I mean? He was like, yeah, you can have it. Cause he was like, I'm not using it anymore. Cause he used to DJ. And so I'm like, Oh my God. So he, you know what I mean? It's a great microphone and I love it. Um, and then, so, you know, with wanting to do karaoke, I really had to like look at, um, you know, bulk microphone packages, which honestly they get, they get kind of pricey depending on how much you want to spend. And, you know, I'm just starting out. So I, I don't really have a lot of capital to work with. And like I said, this availability for, you know, businesses to start up are, you know, available to a lot of people, but you have to have, you know, this, this, uh, stature, this, um, you know, uh, credit, really good credit. And, uh, you know, you have to have these, um, financial backings to you to, to be able, you know, assets, assets really fucking help to be able to get capital. And, um, you know what I mean? The more you can acquire these things, the more it makes it easier than to start businesses and do things like that. But if you don't have any of that, you have to do that first. And, and I mean, that's probably something that like nobody will tell you, but if you want to start a business, get assets first, whatever those assets may be, you know what I mean? Cause assets can be real estate. They can be cars. They can be, um, stocks, crypto. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, hell dude, like even, you know, what's funny, even like shoes, my boy Ron has like a million pairs of shoes. And I tell him, I'm like, bro, like you have like, easily a good amount of money and assets just in this. And so, you know what I mean? He's just like, he's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I guess in a way it's like a rainy day fund. If he ever decides he, you know, wants to just mass sell and get some money back, like he has it available. And so, you know what I mean? That's the type of stuff that people need, you know, to be able to, to do these things. And I didn't have any of that. And, and not only did I not have any of that, but I didn't know any of that when I started this. So when I pulled the trigger bought the LLC and said, let's hit the, hit the ground running. That's really what happened. And so, um, me being able to understand the logic of that now is great, but I still haven't built enough assets and foundation to be able to receive the capital to make this more feasible. I've made it work up until this point. 
You know what I mean? I, I've been able to still travel and do battles. And, you know, a large part of that is, is help from the promoters. You know what I mean? If I, if, um, if these promoters weren't willing to, you know what I mean? Help with the uh, travel cost, it wouldn't be possible. I would not be able to, to battle as much as I do. Um, but luckily my reputation has a, a enough, you know, value to it that, you know, promoters will be able to be like, Hey bro, like I got you on, you know, a room and some gas or, you know, whatever, you know, like, um, and it, that's all I need. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these battle rappers are like trying to like charge hella money because they're like, I'm rapping and you know, I'm doing this, but it's like, bro, like, unless you can really like understand how much, you know, return of investment you're, you're giving, like you really shouldn't be asking for so much because battle rap doesn't, you know, accrue money. Um, it seems like it's always a spending game. And I mean, there could be ways where you could make money from it, but a lot of people don't because they don't know how to, you know what I mean? Overspending on talent doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make it back at the door. Um, you know what I mean? Overspending on venues and, you know, like stuff like that doesn't necessarily mean people are going to go through the doors. You know what I mean? A lot of it has to do with the actual marketing itself and, you know, whether the promoter's really good at it or the battle rappers are really good at it, something has to be able to draw. Um, also depends on, you know what I mean? The like location as well. Like I can't go bringing, you know, the best battle rappers in the world to Tracy, California. Um, it's not going to draw, you know, there was one time where we actually did do, you know, a really like dope battle event. But the thing is that battle event didn't cost us like much, you know what I mean? We provided the talent with like rooms so they could stay. And you know what I mean? I think we gave, you know, like some of them some gas money too, like those who were coming from further. And um, we actually ended up making a profit at the door because it actually oversold what it was supposed to. And so, um, you know, like that was kind of just one of those things that's like, oh, that was just kind of a, a smart planning, I guess. And also, you know, kind of dumb luck, really, because it was the first event that I ever threw. But luckily, I had my boy, you know, my, my cousin Cypher, who, you know, very knowledgeable and, you know, running events and um, uh, being a battle rapper as well. So, you know what I mean? His knowledge in it was something that I really picked apart, like his brain and being able to run it. So we ran a really successful event. And I mean, we didn't really run one again after that because, you know, there was problems with venues and things like that. But um, that's another aspect that I want to start doing. Um, I'm going to start running uh, battle rap events. Uh, and these are just going to be TKI battles. You know what I mean? So they're just going to be one round battles. Um, I'll probably have like, two or three like headlining battles or whatever that just kind of draw more battle rappers have battle rappers show up with one round do a little sign up you know anywhere between like uh, i don't know what is that like six to eight battlers uh so that way it's like you know three or four battles and uh just have them spit one round each and you know what i mean try to get some crowd attention get some name for themselves without having to put so much work so much effort because i feel like a lot of times when we book these battle events like battle rappers are coming from far they have to you know plan around their jobs and stuff and there's just a lot of like you know realistic shit that just happens and you know it happens at like to multiple people at the same time next thing you know you have multiple people dropping out of these events and it sucks so if you just plan it to where it's like hey it's an open invite you know what i mean you may get the people to show up you may not but also if you have like dope battles so let's say if i have two or three that is really all people want to see anyways like i'm gonna I'm just host those battles and like i said if people want to come and you know rap in the on the on the undercard they'll have to actually show up and do it 
but I'm not going to sit there and waste my time focusing on it. If you want that spot, you'll be here for that spot, you know? So all I can do is really give the platform. And that's how promoters, you know, should feel. But a lot of times they they feel like they have to create full cards. And so I feel like this kind of takes that out of it. So this is why this is going to be the final episode that, that I make, by the way, because um, I'm really giving a lot right now um, as to everything that's been happening over the past few months and the things that are really starting to fall in place. And um, I haven't rehearsed any of this. I haven't, you know, thought about what I was going to come in here and say, all of this is really free motion thought how it's always been. I don't, I don't feel like I've, I think there might've been one episode I, I fully scripted and I, and I think it was something just a detail like my business. And funny enough, the one episode that I did that, you know, one of my boys called me out on it was just like, yo, that sounded unnatural as fuck. <laughs> and so he was right. You know, like it wasn't me. And you could tell because it's like, there's a different like indentation when, you know, it's, it's me talking. And then like when it's, you know, Tino killed it here to bring you business news and you know, yada, yada. So like, um, it's, it's kind of like code switching in a way. Um, and so like, I, I know that like, now with these, you know, founding things that I'm doing, that that's that's enough. You know, I work a really great job uh being a server at a at a fondue restaurant in Livermore, uh simply fondue. Um and I enjoy it. It's a it's a fun job. It's it's pretty it's really fucking dope. I work with some really cool people, you know what I mean? And for the most part, we we get some cool customers. Like I Sure, we get, you know, the the bad bunch every now and then and stuff. And honestly, the stories become more interesting than they do, like, actual, like, annoyance. At least for me. I don't know. I'm still new in it. So it's kind of easier for me now to kind of, you know, brush everything off. But as time goes on, you know, that definitely does wear and tear. But I'm hoping by that point that I don't need the job anymore. Kind of hate to say that. But that's but they know me for that. They actually, you know, like, my my best friend, Ron, um you know, is a manager there. So he was able to get me hired there as a busser at first, just to, you know, supplement some money while no places wanted to take a chance on me. Um, and that was the other crazy part of this all too, is that in this whole time when I was searching for jobs, right, there's so many jobs hiring. Anybody could just walk into a McDonald's and get hired, right? That is not the case. And I promise you that, you know what I mean? I have, um, I have a very extensive management reputation, um, from, you know, one of the biggest companies in the world. And that right there made it to where whatever entry level position I was trying for, they were like, why the fuck are you trying for this? And then any of the advanced positions I was trying for, it was like, well, why did you leave this? You know? And so like, once they figured out that it's like, oh, you're leaving it because you're actually trying to do something with your life outside of work. Yeah. I think we're going to pass too. Like it was crazy. (laughs) And so like, you know what I mean? There was, so to be in advanced placements, they weren't going to let me live my way of life. And you know, the beginning and the entry level positions didn't want me because I had too much experience to, to be applicable for the position. So it was, you know, a lot of give and take. And I'm like, I don't need a lot. I just need something. So, you know, shout outs to Simply Fondue. Shout out to my boy, Ron. Shout outs to Amber. Love them to death. They're the best fucking people in the world. And, you know, by them taking me in, like I've been able now to, you know, make the income that I need to survive. You know what I mean? Me and my girlfriend, we do really, you know, we do really well now. You know what I mean? And there was a lot of like troublesome months there and things that we had to work through, but you know what I mean? We did it. You know what I mean? We stuck by that shit and we, we got through that. You know what I mean? We celebrated her birthday this past week and 
you know, I took her to this beautiful resort in Palm Desert, you know what I mean? And we enjoyed it. And and we still did that on a budget. It wasn't like, you know, we broke the bank to do that. Like we planned it out accordingly and, you know what I mean? Was able to work it into what we had for the month. And so that was perfect because it was a great way for her to celebrate, you know what I mean? All the hard work that we've put in, but to also celebrate her, you know what I mean? Because this time a year ago was the time where me and her had met again and my life completely changed for the better. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in a, a way better position now. And um, I can't thank her enough for that. And uh, so with those things in mind, you know, like <laughs> um, it definitely, it definitely has me in a place where it's like, I don't, I don't need, I really don't need much more. <laughs> I honestly don't. You know, if my bills are paid, there's a roof over my head. You know what I mean? Like me and my girl, we're doing great. Like I, and and I still perform, you know what I mean? Like I, like I'm booking, like I said, I was booking the karaoke stuff. Um, but I've also, you know, sang at a few like, um, assisted living places for senior citizens and, uh, just doing like cover songs of like all this stuff that they love listening to. So, you know, Sinatra, Elvis, Tony Bennett, um, you know, a lot of people like that. And so like in those, in that era of music and they love it, you know what I mean? Some Stevie, some cool in the gang, some smoky. Um, and it's been really fun. I, I enjoy the absolute shit out of it. And, um, you know, so it's like that right there, I'm already doing what I love. And I, I really can't ask for anything more than that. Um, but do I plan to stop there? No, absolutely not. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm okay with the slow climb. You know, things don't have to be all at once. And, you know, that's why, like, I, I think now coming back to it, like, this is why I stepped back from social media. You know, social media is meant to uh, grow, you know, your 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 business and your brand. And it, and it's great for that. Um, and, and I feel like over the past couple of years, I really tried to, like, cut my personal life out of, you know what I mean? Like social media and stuff, because if it is strictly about my my business and my brand, my personal life shouldn't have anything to do with it, especially considering I do battle rap. So a lot of times people get information about your personal life and they start using it. And it's weird. It's just really weird for me. It doesn't actually affect me, but it's just one of those things that it's like nobody in battle rap should ever have to go there. I talk about fucking people's girls all the time and never once have I ever dropped a name on who that person is. That's why a lot of times they're just like, oh, I ain't even got a girlfriend. It's like, well, that just makes you look stupid at the end of the day. So just, just run with the joke. It's fine. You know, but like once you start like mentioning people's like, you know, dead relatives or, you know, like exes or current spouses, whatever, it, it's just weird. It's just doing the most. And, you know, some people are like that. So for me, it's just like, I'd rather just keep all my personal shit off of social media because if you know me, then you know what's going on with me. And that's why I also have like these platforms as well too. Like if you're listening to my podcast, you know, like even though I say this is the last episode of what the fuck am I doing with my life, this won't be the last podcast I do. I, I do plan on starting a new one. But if you're, you know, a, a person listening to that podcast, you're going to be somebody who's around me, somebody who's going to know me. And that those are the people that deserve the most access to me. 
um, than, you know, like some random people that can just like a post. You know, when I look through my follower list, like there's so many people in there that I don't actually personally know. You know what I mean? Like people who randomly followed me from like a reel that they saw or, you know what I mean? Like maybe I got tagged in somebody else's post from a different brand and stuff. And it so creates a lot of these followers of people that I have no idea who they are. Why would I want to share any of my personal life with those people? You know what I mean? And I get it. My, my profiles are public, but that's because again, it, it's meant to, you know, perpetuate my, my brand and my, and my business. It's, it's not meant for my personal life to be displayed out there for everybody. You know what I mean? I don't even watch reality TV. Like that shit makes me feel weird. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't get that much access to people's lives and whether it's real or not, doesn't matter to me. It's, it's kind of like, if you're pitching it that way, I kind of feel like it's that way. And it's like, which, you know what I mean? To most, like most time it is. And even if it seems stupid to us, it's because again, we shouldn't be getting that type of access to people's lives. You know what I mean? In, in, in realistic like terms, we wouldn't want that for ourselves. You know what I mean? And so that's how I feel about it. So like, that's why it's like as much as I love making music, as much as I love being a music artist and a music entertainer, I definitely don't want my personal life. Um, you know what I mean? Because people know me as Tino and, and whether you know me as Tino or Tino killed it, like right. The, the two and two, I get it. They're always going to go hand in hand. And like I said, I always give so much of myself as it is. So whatever it is that, you know what I mean? I feel like I want to keep, you know, to myself, like, I'll keep it to myself or, or keep it to the, you know, the people that, you know, deserve to know because it's like not everybody is on a need to know basis. So, you know what I mean? You got to keep it that way. So I stand very firmly on that. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I go through, you know, these phases where maybe I might be silent on social media and, you know, at first it was very much, you know, if I'm going through my own shit, I don't want it posted online. And so it, it, it was good that, you know, I had a lot of people that would check on me just to make sure, Hey, you doing all right. Um, that was really cool. Um, but now it's just at a point where, you know, if I'm not really posting music content and I still, you know what I mean? Haven't like, like I have a battle coming up that I'll probably start doing some promotion for and uh, things like that. But then as I start, you know, booking in venues and things like that, then I have things online to market. But other than that, I'm not going to just post my daily life anymore. It's not, it's not what I'm trying to do. It's not what I want my profiles to be. So I don't want people feeling like they can look at my social media and get a glimpse into my life, you know? Um, but that's me personally, you know what I mean? So however other people choose to live is, you know, however they choose to live. And I definitely don't, you know, judge anybody. Um, but yeah. <sighs> Alrighty guys. Well, this has been really great. You know, I, I honestly don't feel like I have anything else that I'd want to say, you know what I mean? This, this podcast has been such an amazing journey for me and being able to really like uh, look back on where it started to where it's at now. I would have never visioned it to even get to this point, but I'm happy I've seen it through because it still was a, a, a nice representation of what I imagined it to be. Right. I always knew in my head that the way I would do it was I would just have to make sure that my cost of living was covered first before anything else. And then as long as I was performing, I was living my dream. Nothing else mattered other than that. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So, um, you know, where it could possibly go from here, you know, I, I don't I don't know, nor do I really care. I, I just want to enjoy it. This is where I'm at. And, you know, 
life will, you know, God has a plan for me. So I, I feel like I'm on course with it and he'll just kind of lead me from there, you know? So, um, if you guys do want to keep track, um, like I said, I am going to start a new podcast. It's, uh, probably just going to be called like TKI up, like TKI updates or something like that. You know, something super like, uh, <laughs> like kind of boring, I guess. I know that sounds kind of boring. I should think about it. Maybe I'll think of a better name, but, um, you know, that's all it's going to be, right. It's just, you know, updates with me and stuff. And that's going to be, um, exclusive through my Patreon. So if you guys are signed up at a uh, Tino killed it or patreon.com uh, forward slash Tino killed it. Um, it will take you to my Patreon and uh, just for five bucks, you know what I mean? You stay signed up. It helps me out. Uh, I'll tell you right now, all that money goes into the purchasing of the music equipment and stuff. I have that stuff set on monthly payments. So every dollar counts, I promise you. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been really helpful. So thank you to those that I have. Um, you know what I mean? Shout out to my boy, Victor Manzano and my boy, Mitchell Keith Adams. Both of them have been uh, the longest reigning patrons that I've had uh, up to this date. So I appreciate them very, very much. Um, but I appreciate everybody who um, has always given. And um, if you don't feel like signing up for the Patreon, that is okay. Because the other part of this business is my merch. So you guys can visit um, my TKI Fits store, uh, which if you guys follow me on Instagram, at uh, Tino Killed It, uh, the link is in the bio. And it'll take you straight there. And I mean, there you can just shop merchandise. And it's just, you know, everyday stuff that gets uh, printed out. So we got some t-shirts, uh, hoodies, and you know, um, and like tumblers and, you know, wine glasses and a whole plethora of shit. You can buy coasters, you know what I mean? So, um, any, everything supports and helps. So, you know what I mean? That's what I'm doing. And, uh, again, I appreciate all of you. Um, and I'm going to leave this podcast up because I hope that in years to come, people can listen through this and kind of just hear the beginning parts of somebody who didn't know what, who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing with their life and is really just trying to stumble and figure it out. Um, I feel like it's a really, you know, good lesson for, you know, those like up and coming, you know, business, like, like I want more business owners in the world. There should definitely be more business owners in the world. And I promise you, you can do a business in whatever field you want. It's just going to take a lot of work to figure it out. And I, and I hope that in some way this, podcast can be that blueprint for somebody out there um i have had you know so many people already reach out to me and tell me how much it's kind of helped them in some way one way or another and that's already been really humbling in and of itself and so i'm going to continue to try to do that as much as i best can but i just don't feel like i need to do it in this capacity anymore and so i would rather just have this be a resolution for some people that they can go back and listen to and you know maybe enjoy over and over again maybe it's something they listen back to multiple times i don't know but It'd be kind of dope. So, alrighty, guys, for the last time, this is Tino Killed It signing off from What the Fuck Am I Doing With My Life?